welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. In this episode, Crystal Scott and Chris Moore share some productivity insights on not just how to be efficient with your to-do list, but also ensure the important tasks are getting done. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business, but also educate you in a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got our good friend and business partner, Crystal Scott, back with us, and we're going to talk through a little bit about productivity uh, and not just how to be efficient in getting things done, but also how to make sure you have a system put in place to where nothing slips through the cracks. So, Crystal, thanks for being here again. Thanks for having me Welcome back to the show. So, um, we're wrapping up the year here, and uh, we probably won't ask you to come back next year at all. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. We got a lot of bloopers going, um, (laughs) just trying to record the intro to that. So, um, it's good. Good Um, But no, thanks again for being here and and kind of talking through this. I know you're a person that views productivity kind of the same way I do. Mm -hmm. And I thought that'd be a good topic to bring up here as we're heading into the new year. And people, you know, make New Year's resolutions and want to get in better habits. And I like that. I don't want to downplay that. But um, I think a lot of times people just use that as a good reset point um, to kind of get things moving. Um, And so I don't want to just talk through, again, the efficiency and like how to be more productive and maximize your time. Oh, that's important. But I want to really hit on you know, how to make sure things don't slip through the cracks. And I know that's a pet peeve of yours too. Yeah. Um, and working with business owners and things that just kind of never get done. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about this topic because I feel like we haven't really discussed it too much. We no. both know we're very um, worried about productivity yeah. and systems and processes, but yep. we've never compared notes. So. I know. So who knows what's going to come yeah, out of this? It's going to be fun and interesting. <laughs> so, um, First, to start off, tell me about some of your systems that you have in yep. place. And So I always tell people I pretty much live and die by my calendar, mm-hmm. my reminders, my notes, and then a to-do list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I probably already lost some people listening to this that are not <laughs> yeah. detailed people. You and I are kind of detail-oriented people, task-oriented people. Yeah. Um, I joke with our pastor that sometimes we'll do a task and then we'll write it on our to-do list and then just immediately cross it off just because that's kind of what we do. I know you're probably the same I, way. Yeah, yeah you 100% are. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I really try to utilize those things in a way that it makes sense and also again, that's my way of making sure nothing slips through the cracks. And I can't really think Mm -hmm. of a better way to put that. Right. But I know, you know, I hear a lot of people like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to get to this. And like, they just never do it. Right. Right. And it's kind of frustrating. (laughs) We're similar personalities. We've joked before that we're basically siblings from, you know, different parents at this point Mm -hmm. uh, because we are so similar. And I know that's frustrating for both of us. So that's kind of my way to make sure that doesn't happen. So do you use, um, when you say calendar and reminders and yep. stuff, do you use categories at all? Do you use Outlook? I don't... I don't use Outlook, okay. no. No, I use... I mean, I've got it all linked up with my MacBook and app, okay. iPad and everything, so... Okay. Um, do you, in Google, you use yeah. Gmail, yeah. right? Do they have categories that you can use, like color coding? Yep. So they definitely do. Um, for me personally, I don't utilize that a whole lot. 
I don't go that far. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, And then it just looks like a rainbow of colors and I get distracted by pretty things and, you know. But you know that, like, this color is personal. This color is business. This is just a reminder. And I think that that is a very important thing for some people. Um, And it's probably something I should do, I will admit, right? Mm -hmm. We talk through these things not because we're perfect and experts at it, but we're just sharing our thoughts and advice, hoping somebody else can benefit. Um, But I think that that can be beneficial, especially if you're trying to figure out how much time you're actually putting into certain things or your business, right? I know I get jaded at times where I'm like, oh man, I've been up working and I'm usually on the computer at like 6.30 every morning working. And, you know, by like six o'clock at night, I'm like, I'm just done. Like, I'm just like, it can wait till tomorrow. Like I've been working for like 12 hours. And then I'm like, well, but you did take, you know, an hour and a (laughs) half to go do this. And then you had to go to physical therapy, like whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, Helps put things in perspective. So I do think it's important. Like if you're trying to really track where your time goes, Mm -hmm. I highly recommend using the color coding thing. Uh, the reason I probably don't is because I'm just lazy and I don't want to change the color whenever I put stuff in my calendar. Oh, it's so. super quick. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> I'm just finding excuses. That's all I'm trying to do. Um, so why is some like the calendar and the notes and the reminders? Like, yep. why is that something that works well for you or how? Yeah. So I think for me, the biggest thing is it allows me to be present for conversations with people. And okay. whether that's with our clients, um, whether that's family time whether that's sitting here recording this podcast with you. Mm -hmm. I know that everything that needs done in my life, personal, business, anything, is somewhere in a system, right? (laughs) Um, And again, I'm losing some people here. Bear with me. Um, You can go to the nth degree with this or you can implement some of it wherever is comfortable for you. But I really found that I'm not good at being that person that just keeps everything in their head. And I also find most people aren't as good at that as they think they are too. But Uh, Some people occasionally just have that steel memory that they never forget stuff and everything works out. But for me, you know, I don't know if it's like kind of a way to reduce like anxiety and stress, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm sitting here and I'm not thinking about the 10 things that need done when I get home. You know, Saturday, this is going on and we got to get this set up and, oh, I got to renew this vehicle sticker. Like, I'm not kidding. Like everything down to the smallest thing that needs done in two months is in a spot in my calendar that says this week, here's what needs done. Yeah. Right. Um, and it just and getting it out, out of my mind is absolutely such a stress really like yeah. getting it down on paper or yep. on, in the calendar or reminders well because I'm kind of that person that I'm like always like oh, I, I don't want to forget something right like you know again I'll use you know at least in Illinois you know we have to get new sticker renewals every year renew your registration and it's like you know they send out the reminders like two or three months ahead of time and I could probably do it then I usually wait till like a couple weeks before I'd be my luck like you know total out of vehicle right after you buy it or something I don't know I got a weird butt theory on that but um but you know for me it's like I just don't want to have to worry about like oh did I forget to do this yeah right or you know oh I got to get on and pay this bill that comes up once a year you know and different things like I just I don't want to have to worry about it yeah so I kind of put this whole system together and I'm sure there's apps and certain things that combine all this together I know in Google they have tasks and like kind of integrate everything again for me this is just what works like um and i'll kind of explain how i go through and and filter through some of that in a second what do you use i mean what's kind of your theory on that yeah i use outlook um i use the calendar and color coding and i put a lot of reminders on my calendar and then i have a certain color for reminders like this doesn't have to be done at this second but it needs to be done sometime soon okay um but like i said i 
do tons of lists and if I have it on a list it makes me feel better sometimes um, just getting it out on paper is good sometimes it's a little bit more overwhelming because yeah. there's you know a then lot. you need to go to the next level yep. of your process and figure out how where you're going to get it done right. or when but that's good well it's funny we we're talking about this so the other day I told Christina I was like can can we just compile a list and create a cleaning schedule for our house and it can be things that need done once a year twice a year they have those on pinterest quarterly i'm sure they do maybe that's where <laughs> she got this at now she i think she actually sat down and thought through all this and i love her for that um what are the things that need done every week mm -hmm. once a month like i said because you know we always usually either spend like a friday afternoon or like a sunday just like kind of cleaning and reset the house and you know then we destroy it throughout the week and then clean it again mm -hmm. um and and i was like i just want to see like a visual like okay every week <laughs> these are the things that need done once a month let's plan on you know first weekend we do some of these like mm -hmm. and again i'm very detail oriented like yeah. that i'm well aware you know i will create a spreadsheet for this yes. i'm slightly excited about that <laughs> um my wife loves that i like spreadsheets because she makes fun of me but she's glad that the organization yeah. is there so uh, but it was you know even down to that like cleaning your house i'm like can we just get like a system and a routine <laughs> down to where it's not just random and yeah. some week i feel like we have this but we just did that like let's just create a schedule mm -hmm. yeah makes sense yep um you mentioned system yes. multiple times yes what's the biggest key to your system like what keeps it working yep so i think um i'll say kind of two things the first one and they kind of piggyback off each other is uh, something i learned from darren hardy called the sunday night planning system or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. um and for me that's been a big thing and i ever occasionally if like something's going on sunday night i'll do it first thing monday morning but i try to sit down sunday night for 15 20 minutes and just kind of plan out my week and kind of get everything organized figure out what needs done ahead of time for anything. Um, and then literally I will create a to-do list. And I, you talked about on paper, sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah. And I, I agree with that um, is I will literally create a to-do list for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll kind of get into that in a minute, but just being able to sit down, like you said, and just get it out on paper or get it somewhere to where it's a visual for me. Yeah. It, especially on the weeks that I'm like kind of overwhelmed feeling. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I got a lot going on this week and I got a lot that needs done. Sometimes just sitting down and planning it out and I kind of go, oh. Yeah, right. like, oh, that's not that. Yeah, bad. I can like, go to bed now. Oh, like, it's Sunday take night. Five minutes. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, right. this project I had yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a big thing. The other thing, too, um, is. I have a note in my phone because there's a lot of things that need done every single week. Mm -hmm. Like same task on a Tuesday, this needs done. You know, we do a lot of social media strategy stuff with clients. So we have a set, you know, like on a Wednesday, I do this client social media posts for next week and send it to them, make sure everything looks good yeah. and they're happy with it and stuff. Um, and so there's a lot of tasks that every day are repeating. So I just literally have a note in my phone and that kind of plays into the to-do list is I make sure that I've got things in there every week, yeah. you know, that somewhere it's in there. Um, I even said earlier, you know, with the calendar thing. You know, I've already got anything I know that needs done next week. There's a note Monday morning at 5 a.m. on my calendar that says this week, and it's got six or seven things on it already. Mm -hmm. um, and then filtering that into the to-do list. So, again, it's very detailed. I'm well aware of that. But it just it's what works for me and allows me to, like I said, be present for conversations and stuff. Yeah. 
So in talking about to-do lists, you, yes. you make them. I make That's them. That's great. Yeah. I never do them, <laughs> but I make them. It at least makes me feel better about right. what I need to do. Well, I do actually. I have lists of lists sometimes, so <laughs> that's not too So crazy. I knew this would be a good conversation right. for you yeah. and I to have. That's why I asked you to do this with me. <laughs> so explain what you do with your to-do list then, because yep. sometimes that's even overwhelming. Yes. Um, so there's kind of two, two pieces to it. One, I always try to prioritize, mm-hmm. like, what's the most important thing? Um, so usually Sunday night when I sit down and plan these things out, I will go through and number anything that's on Monday, one to whatever, right? Uh, yeah, I you're, yeah, I know you do. I know you. I, I figured. Um, this is kind of fun because I don't actually know, right. but I can make assumptions knowing yeah. you. Um, so I will go through and prioritize things. And it's not necessarily on like, what do I feel like doing in the morning? What uh, is like, it's whatever. Never what I feel I know, like I know. But that's the key to it is you got to prioritize <laughs> yeah. like, what's, if you could only get three things done tomorrow, mm-hmm. what are the three most important, you know, and or urgent things that have to get done tomorrow mm-hmm. and making sure that when you wake up, like you attack those. Yeah. Because a lot of times if you don't have some sort of priority thing, whether you highlight stuff, whether you number it in order, whatever it is, it's easy to wake up and you're like, ah, it's Monday morning, 6.30. I need a lot of coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to do, like, these couple easy things. And yeah. usually those are the things that, like, can get pushed off to Thursday that take you five minutes. Right. Which is great. Again, we talked in a previous episode on finances about the accomplishment sense of it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some importance there. But I really think it's, like, you need to focus on, like, what needs done. Yeah. What do I need done for my business? So it's interesting that you say that I have a planner that I purchased yeah. that has like three bullet points. Yes. And that's where I put every day, like, these are the three things that yeah. I have to get done. And while my to-do list is six things long, these are the three that absolutely have to be done no, no matter, matter what. what. Yep. And that helps me prioritize yes. and actually check things off off the list yes so. yeah you and christina love the planners like <laughs> yes. i know you guys thoroughly enjoy your conversations about yeah. all that um, yeah. it's kind of fun but mm-hmm. um, i think the other thing too so that was the first thing was just you know having kind of the to-do list and prioritizing yeah. it um, but i think the, the biggest thing with the to-do list is to not set yourself up for failure mm-hmm. set yourself up for success and what i mean by that is Whenever I sit down on Sunday nights and plan things out, again, there's the things that need done on certain days every week. But there's also a lot of the things that just, again, it needs done this week. And I will literally look at my schedule throughout the week and see what days am I working from home or have downtime in between meetings that I have more time to get task list things done. And what are the days, you know, recording podcasts or, you know, doing whatever that I'm gone most of the day and I may only have an hour or two. And I really put things on my to-do list accordingly with the days that I'm busier with meetings. I don't put as many things on those days. Um, And that helps, like, you know, keep me from, like, just getting overwhelmed feeling. Yeah. And that's why I like the color coding because I can, for me, green is my reminder. And so I know, and then orange is my, this is a set time. So I know if it's green and I look like, well, it's probably going to take a little bit longer than the allotted time. I can right. move it and yep. I, it's okay to move it because yep. I don't have to do that. Well, and I think one thing too, I didn't really hit on this earlier, but you've mentioned it a couple of times is utilizing reminders. It, so with Apple stuff, there's the reminders app. That's kind of like a to-do list. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to elaborate on that in a second, but there's also putting reminder alerts in your calendar. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very important especially if you're not great with following up with people. 
Um, and it's easy to forget things. Like I really recommend, that's the first thing I always tell people. Like if you forget to call somebody back, hey, you know, I'm out of town this weekend. Can I call you on Monday? Like it needs to go somewhere. And if you're yeah. not good at using to-do list, it needs to at least go as an alert in your calendar that'll pop up at noon on Monday and say, call so-and-so, yep. you know. Um, but one thing I wanted to hit on too with the to-do lists is for me, you know, again, I still write it all out. I'm a paper person with that. Mm -hmm. I'm digital with like everything in my life except the to-do list. Same. Um, so if I'm out somewhere, um, I've already done it here today once, and somebody's like, hey, can you do this? Can you email me this? Can you, whatever it is, I will literally put it in the reminders app in my iPhone and then it will go on my to-do list when I get home and then I'll delete it off the app. It's so funny. it's funny. I email myself. I did yeah. the same thing yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. I emailed myself, hey, don't forget to do this because anything yep. in my inbox is I have again, to do. Exactly. So. And I don't, again, I don't care how you do it. Whatever right. works for everybody differently. Like, But the point is when you tell somebody you're going to do something and whether it's something you need to do or you should do for somebody or like, hey, I'll check with this person about a referral for you, you know, whatever. Like, it's easy to forget about it. You're in the moment mm -hmm. and then you forget about it. And I will literally... And I, I never apologize for this. I will literally pull out my phone and put it in there and be like, hey, just, you know, I'm putting this in my reminders like yeah. to make sure it gets done because otherwise, again, I'll forget. Right. Um, and I think sometimes that can honestly be a flaw on my part of having such a structured system that like if I say I'm going to do something and it doesn't go somewhere, it will not get done. Yeah. Like it, And that's one of our biggest pet peeves. It is. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not doing Exactly. Right. So I know do. for me, like I've had to train myself that the second I say, oh, yeah, I'll do that later tonight. Yeah it has to go on my phone or I'll set an alert or, you know, yeah. something like that. Um, you know, and especially with, you know, like I said, phone calls and certain things, you know, yeah. I know like some people, you know, back when I had my painting company, it was like, Hey, it's easier to get a hold of us in the evening. Like we work nine to five. We don't have access to mm -hmm. our phones. Um, call us in the evening. Well, I was used to like five o'clock and like, I'm kind of done working for the day. Like I kind of set some mm -hmm. boundaries as much as possible. So if I ever had to call somebody at night, I would have to set a reminder with the time alert in yeah. my phone yeah. to call so-and-so because I'd forget, Yep. you know? So it's just little, it, I guess more productivity hacks, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, to figure out like what know your tendencies you. and then figure out what works for you. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about time blocking and yeah. I know you and I have talked about this before, but how do you utilize that? I know I get in the I block time, yeah. but then I don't do it, that. Yeah, yeah. It actually, then I get phone calls and yes. emails and yes. whatever. Um, that's a really good thing. And I think this, this is one of the hardest things to do and most takes a lot of discipline, I guess is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Right. Um, and so, you know, usually as I plan out the week and if there's things that need done, I need to take an hour to do this. Um, and, and honestly, I'm going to go as far as to say, even if you just never sit down and think about your business, block out a half an hour at a random time throughout the week yeah. and follow what I'm about to say and just think about your business, where you're going, vision, discuss those things. Um, but I think you have to treat the time block like a sacred meeting mm -hmm. and you have to train yourself <laughs> to not put it off. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're on a phone call and it starts 15 minutes later or something, that's fine. But when that hour hits, I, I would recommend putting all your devices on like airplane mode or something. Yeah. Um, and just focus on what it is. Um, turn everything off. Don't let emails, don't let texts distract you, phone calls, nothing. Um, and treat it like you're in a client meeting, yep. you know? And that's one thing, you know, whenever I'm meeting with the client, like I try, you know, unless something crazy is going on, like I'm there 
for their time, mm-hmm. right? I'm helping them. I'm guiding them in their business. Um, and so if you call me, if you call me four times in a row, I'm gonna be like, okay, Crystal needs something. Like, let me step <laughs> away. Um, but you know, like if you call me, like I'm not going to answer it and I'm going to call you back after, yeah. you know, and we have that mutual understanding. That's how life is. Right. I- anybody that calls me at that time, it's going to mm-hmm. be the same thing. Right. So why should my hour that I really need to spend doing X, Y, Z to grow my business or, you know, whatever the task is. Um, why should that be treated any differently? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one, you know, we've talked about it before, downside to technology. Mm-hmm. We're overly accessible. Yes. And we feel Absolutely. like we have to be. And I do think that you should be, but it's fair to set boundaries. Yeah. Right. Um, it's okay when somebody calls you to call them back an hour later, mm-hmm. um, de- you know, depending on the industry, obviously. But for me, clients don't usually have emergencies. Right. They have an emergency they either need to call an attorney (laughs) or like something else that doesn't involve me. Right. right? So, um, but I think that that's important is, you know, you have to kind of set those boundaries and, and then treat your time blocks like nothing different. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you about quiet hours, but we, I did a time management training years ago. And so we used to implement quiet hours in the company that I worked for where we would, put our cell phones in a basket and they weren't even close to us. They're not in our office. They're in a basket away from us. Um, We would tell the person answering the phone, like we are not accepting phone calls from this time to this time. Like do not transfer them into me. We'd close our email and we would strictly focus one hour every day on whatever we was most important to us that we needed to get done because you get into environments where you're managing people and everyone needs you and you have an open door policy and so they just come in well if you do that as a manager you're never going to actually get your own work done until it's after hours which was what was happening and so and then cell phones and your text messages or your phone calls personal business it didn't matter but like you said nothing's that important usually so um that's something that we really really like i like that i need to go back to doing that yeah no we do actually following that boundary but when i know i'm a i'm a big apple guy and uh i know they just on the latest update they came out with ios 15 it they've got it where you can customize it's not just do not disturb for like when you go to bed but you can customize it for like during the daytime blocks and stuff Mm -hmm. um i need to mess with it some more but when i saw it i was like "Ooh, that could be huge for this whole thing we're talking about right yeah um and it's true i mean we get very distracted with things and we get off task and i can't tell you how many people i talked to over the last 18 months 20 months that have said I'm actually more productive at home, working from home, than I was in the office because people because can't come in and distract yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, don't you have kids? And like, yeah, I just like shut the door in the office <laughs> and like, you know, I mean, I would interact with them, but like I was a, I, like, they're like, we wasted more time at work yep. with, you know, stuff. And, and it, so it was kind of interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. expect that to come yeah. out of everything. And even like the water cooler chat, like yeah. just people just randomly wanting to talk yeah. about whatever, which is great. You need that, but not at all times well it's funny i mean we had got an office space over the winter last year when like coffee shops and everything were shut down and a good friend of mine had an office there in the front of it and literally every time i went there we would talk for 15 or 20 minutes and it was great i mean i enjoyed it and he's since moved to florida so i kind of miss it but it's like (laughs) it was one of those things that i was like i got this space so i could just come here and work and then i ended up realizing i knew five other people that you know had small offices in this whole space and i'm like 
I end up spending as much time talking to people here as I do getting distracted at home doing laundry and other yeah. things. Like, <laughs> so it, I totally can relate to that. I mean, I've never been in a big corporate environment, mm-hmm. but I can totally relate just from that experience, how yeah. easy it is to get distracted. Yeah. Um, so let's go back. Why are systems and productivity so important to you? Obviously, we're both super passionate yes. about it. Why is it so important to you? Oh, it's what makes the world go around, Crystal. No, <laughs> it, is. Uh, it is. It is. That's our philosophy. No, I mean, I think it's, I think I'm passionate about it because I think it's the number, one of the number top three things, I should say it like that, that business owners kind of lack. Struggle they with. struggle yeah. with it. Um, and I'm guilty of it. Again, I'm not perfect by any means. You know, I'm still tempted to put things off or answer a phone call in that quiet hour and stuff. I get yeah. it. Um, but I really try to, you know, stay focused on it. And I see a lot of people struggle with it. Right. Um, you know, that's we've kind of pivoted our business to be there to, to help with the, some of the day to day operations for people because they don't have the discipline and the systems to do mm-hmm. it themselves. You know, we talk about social media and doing strategy stuff. Um, We're fine helping with the strategy and letting you execute it. We're also fine posting on your behalf because we've got this structured system to do it. And that's the number one thing, especially a lot of contractors are like, I I know I need to post on Instagram and Facebook. I just (laughs) don't do it. And, you know, and it goes back to the structure and the system. So I guess it's job security for us. So don't ever get a good system down if you're listening (laughs) to this. But no, I I say that. I mean, that's why I'm passionate about it because I see a lot of people just aren't. And I think it's just a lack of a system. I mean, I, again, run my life kind of off of systems um, to the degree to where I have a routine every morning when I get up and I let my dog out and I make the coffee while he's outside. (laughs) And I like it's it's a little extreme. It's a system, though. It is. Everything in life is a system. Um, But, you know, I I, like I said, it's just it's the repeatable habits. And when you get in the habit of it, it's it's a good thing. Um, The other reason. I think because business owners struggle with it, I think it hurts their reputation at times mm-hmm. um, when they say, Hey, I'm going to get back to you. Hey, I'm going to do some research on this and I'm going to get back to you. Or even you call them and they never call you back. Yeah. I understand things happen. I get it. Maybe a call doesn't show up. Like I, I'm well aware things happen, but there's some people that I know I'm going to probably have to call you four times before I actually get hear back from yeah. you. Cause like, there's just no structured follow-up process or anything. Yeah. Right. So Um, And I think that that does hurt, whether it's a client, whether it's a referral partner, whether it's a mentor, you know, with our clients, I'm like, hey, listen, I know you're running your business, but like, if I need you to get me something so that I can help you, I need you to get it to me so that I can help you, right? Like, I'm not going to feel bad if we show up again in two weeks and I didn't do my job because you didn't send me what you're supposed to. (laughs) Like, you know, and so all all of our clients are really good about that. But like, that's kind of one of those things that I always try to make sure like people get some sort of a system to Mm -hmm. just follow through on things. Cool. Yep. Well, clearly we are both super passionate about this and could probably talk about this for days. Yeah, we could. I won't do that to the listeners though. um, (laughs) (laughs) What's one final piece of advice that you would give to our listeners you know i think the biggest thing is really um take an honest reflection of everything we just talked about Mm -hmm. and identify your weaknesses with it yeah Um, and i say honest because as humans we self-deceive ourselves yeah and as business owners we deceive ourselves Mm -hmm. right that's why i say you know knowing your numbers is so important because it's easy to feel like oh i'm doing great and then i'm not right it's the same thing with this it's easy like oh i'm really good with getting back to people and i'm like are you really though? You know? Um, so I think it's just take a a good, honest look, be willing to be vulnerable to yourself Mm -hmm. and figure out like, man, I'm really, I do struggle with that. And then figure out what works for you. 
you know, there's plenty of apps out there. Reach out to us. We can have a conversation and just hopefully guide you in the right direction, give you some different thoughts and ideas on what you can do um, because there's there's a method out there for everybody and it's yeah. different for all of us. Mm-hmm. Again, what works for you, what works for me is different and we're very similar when it comes to this stuff. Right. Um, so you just have to figure out what works for you. And, and so I think that's the biggest thing. Just be honest, take a look at it and figure out where you can start working forward at it. So Yeah, I think that's good. And in you saying that, you know, obviously I'm super passionate about it, but I do know I still struggle with it. Yeah. Like I'm really good at creating the plan yep. and this is what I want to do, but I'm also a people pleaser and a helper. Yes. So I don't, I need to go back to those quiet hours that I mentioned yep. um, and set boundaries because right now, if you call me, I'm probably going to answer yeah. <laughs> even if I'm the, in the middle of something. And so yep. I don't always stick to the plan that I originally created. Yep. And I think that having checking off more things and being more efficient about it because yes i can answer you in the middle of what i'm doing but it's going to take me extra time to get back into it once we're off the phone so um i think that's super important to i think we can hold each other accountable with some of that because again there's definitely things even putting all this together and thinking through it and talking through it here with you today i'm like yeah, I'm decent at that, but I need to get mm-hmm. better at it, right? Yeah. We can all improve. Nobody's ever going to be perfect and flawless and all these things. Um, but I think that working together, and, and that's have an accountability partner. Yeah. Whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, like have some accountability partner that can help you through this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's so why going into the new year, a lot of people use it as a reset time, yeah. refocus, get through the holidays, a lot of distractions, you know, in November, December. So um, yeah. do you have any advice you'd like to leave people with? Um, I think the follow through is probably my biggest thing. And then also um, just setting those boundaries. Like I said, if you want to do a quiet hour or something else, but look at it as an appointment with someone else. Like I would never answer my phone while I'm doing a podcast. Right. You know, I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The people editing this also appreciate that. Yeah. So just setting that that boundary. And this is a set time that I need to be available specifically for this. But when I'm doing my regular work, I need to be specifically available for that. And I think that, you know, I like to think that I'm super efficient anyway but this i can't even imagine how much more efficient i could be if i just focused on one thing yep no that's very true multitasking is not usually multitasking Um, i can't even listen to podcasts and work anymore yeah like i can listen to it while i'm driving and like other stuff but if i'm trying to like depends on what i'm working on but um yeah because i want to pay so close attention i know i want to listen to (laughs) it like i know subconsciously i'm getting stuff out of it but um no i mean i think that that's really just again the follow-through and you know i think you you mentioned something about setting boundaries Mm -hmm. and i want to kind of hit on that real quick one people understand i think are a lot more understanding nowadays because of how accessible everybody is that a lot of people are understanding when you set those boundaries right that it's okay to call somebody back two hours later like yes you know their phone is on them (laughs) but clearly there's a reason they didn't answer you know and there's and and a lot of times i'll call people back like hey sorry it took me a few hours to get back to you i was you know recording podcasts or whatever people don't they understand that Mm -hmm. um and i think it's okay to also kind of i'm going to say this and i hope my clients don't take this the wrong way but like you can kind of train your clients Mm -hmm. right and i think in, in any industry whether you're a contractor whether you're in a business like us like you kind of your clients will 
follow through on how you handle communication yeah. with things, right? And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's that not. just means that, you know, if they call and you don't answer, they know that you're going to call them yeah, back. Exactly. Because <laughs> they know back. me. They know my integrity. Yes. Like, I'm going to call them back. Sometimes they'll text me back, hey, this is all I need to call me tomorrow, you know. But I say that especially with, like, the time boundaries and stuff. Yeah. Like, my clients know, like, hey, you can text and email me anytime. You can call me at any time. But if it's after, like, 5, 6 o'clock, like, I might be like, hey, do you need something tonight? You know, like I try to set those boundaries because, yeah. again, as business owners and being self-employed, we don't clock in and out, yeah. right? Um, so it's even those things. And I know I remember there's times, you know, I'd be at a painting estimate and, you know, occasionally I forget to put your phone on silent or something. And uh, and so I'd, you know, be there and the homeowner would be like, oh, you can take that. And I'm like, no, 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 like I'm here with you. Like yeah. I'll deal with that whenever I leave your house, you know, yeah. and it wasn't necessarily that I was trying to like, you know, butter them up or anything, but I do think it left that impression of like, no, like I'm here with you. Like, I appreciate right. that you were like, take the phone call, but no, like I'm here with you. It's okay. You yeah. know? And then they, so they would generally then understand if they called me and I didn't answer, like yep. it was probably doing something like that. So, which is actually a whole nother topic, but you mentioned like at night with when you are clocked out yeah. per se, spending time with your family yes. and having that boundary for oh your gosh, family yes. because you know you are with them yep. at that time and yep. I know it's something that we all struggle with especially small business owners yes but it is well, true though it, yeah that, maybe that'll be a conversation for next <laughs> maybe year I'll be back next year yeah I don't know we'll see no, I think you did pretty good on the last few months so I appreciate you doing that but um no that that's that's a huge thing I think we should do a whole topic on that yeah. so maybe we'll bring our spouses we'll on learn. here too we'll learn as we go yeah exactly we'll bring our spouses on here and they can tell people oh, what not to do that we do <laughs> right. I'm a little terrified by that yeah, idea right I don't know I'm gonna well, have to think about that next one next year will be a, an interesting year for us so yes we'll, we'll yes see it how will that be goes. yes so well no Crystal, I appreciate you co-hosting the few episodes here the last few months with yeah. us and everything. And uh, we will invite you back at some point Thank again you. next year, maybe I after tax season. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.